Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah, great to have your company wherever you are around this uh, wonderful nation called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. Uh, thanks for your company over the next hour, of course, with the Odds Couple on a Saturday morning. A very lonely place in here at SEN this morning. No Paddy Garshagan, no David Taggart. Not sure where Paddy is. No tags is having a bit of a, a bit of a spell for a couple of weeks to recharge the batteries. Paddy, he's just dead set missing in action. Joel Kane's going to join us a little later on from Sportsbet uh, just to uh, give us a run through on those market movers uh, right around the country because it's a busy day of racing. But I will tell you what, you know the, the he's solid, absolutely solid as a rock. He is. Doesn't matter where he is, what he's doing, he'll show up and he'll give his best. And that is Sammy Highland, who joins us this morning on the Odds Couple from Queensland while floating in the ark. <laughs> Simon, morning, Sammy. A, Simon, good morning to you. Just a good, honest toiler I am. That's uh, what I am. I just turn up and just have a dip. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can have a bit of luck today. We've got a big day ahead of us. And, yeah, bizarre Um Bizarre weather up here in Queensland from the time I since I've got back. Which and when did you go up, back? You went back during the week. Yeah, I got back on the tenth uh, of May, and uh, it dead set. It has just rained flat out since yeah. I got home. So uh, quite amazing, and it's yeah, it just has not stopped. And I just go, where does all this water go? Where does it go? <laughs> and obviously. Uh, yeah, I was took the kids to uh, to school yesterday and uh, driving past the uh, river. Where are we? It's uh, it's rough out there. But anyway, it's uh, it's not as bad as what we saw probably uh, six weeks ago up here. So hopefully it doesn't get to that stage. But um, uh, yeah, it's 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 quite amazing the rain that the rainfall and it's solid rain, Simon. You know, like what I mean. Obviously, being from Melbourne, you used to rain, but. It can bucket down here yeah. and go for hours. You know, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. got that tropical feel about it, obviously, hasn't it, up there? Yeah, and that's it. I, I spoke to a mate who's a bit further north than you yesterday. He went up uh, for a bit of a uh, relaxation on Monday, and he said it hasn't stopped raining. And he <laughs> said exactly what you said just then. He said, where's all the water go? He said, if this <laughs> amount of water fell in Melbourne, we'd just float off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ah, extraordinary Sorry. stuff. But uh, the uh, the show will go on all going well at Eagle Farm this afternoon. Chris Nelson will be joining us a little uh, later in the show. Josh Jenkins talking trots. Corey Smith out there at the Meadows as well. And we're going to have a, a look at uh, both Queensland and South Australia. It's a big day over in South Australia as well with their home derby on, which has ended up a, a race with a fair bit of depth in it, which is great to see. And something I'm pleased as punch about because I'm, I'm – um, unashamedly biased towards staying races, Sam. And our our derbies and oaks now are getting real depth in it, and, and that's not an influence from overseas as such. They've got their horses that are bred here in this country, and they're being able to run a mile and a half, which I'm bloody thrilled about. And it's something that we needed to, uh, you know. I know uh, racing purists were sort of saying 
10 years ago that, gee, where, you know, where are we at with, uh, with what we're breeding and, and because we just had so much speed, didn't we? And we, and we weren't getting the stayers like we used to from New Zealand and, and here and at, at home. And, but it is good to see, and I'm, I'm like you, I'm a huge fan of staying races and it's great to see that, um, you know, we're getting these, these races, uh, with more depth in them and, and, you know, uh, Last Sunday, I upset Milo because I said I may have said um, their South Australian Group Ones are not real Group Ones. But I tell you what, uh, you know, Cam Luke he he highlighted um, he highlighted something uh, pretty important. Those last couple of years in in the Derby, South Australian Derby, have been really good, you know, and 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 good depth to them. And you know, I sort of. I sort of sat back and thought, yeah, no, you're right. You know, it's uh, and that race today, it has plenty of depth to it. So good to see. Yeah, no, it is. And, and look, I, I, I think probably up until two years ago, I would have agreed with your summation of you know some of those group races in in South Australia. You know, you sort of thought, oh, guys, you know, you're going to struggle to hold its status. And it was very much when you know, racing was on the brink in a way in, in yeah. South Australia four or five years ago, but. Yeah, they've picked up their game, and uh, I, I think their racing is um, again at a, a level of quality that uh, deserves to to have that Group One status for those those major races. And um, we congratulate the uh, uh, the South Australians and their their racing fans and supporters for uh, getting them where they are. Uh, and and a big cheerio also to the Oakbank um, administrators as well, who did a wonderful job there over East. We've got about 5,000 people to Oakbank instead of 105. So uh, excellent job on your behalf too. And uh, to the pub owners and anyone else that's got a, a um, hospitality venue around uh, Oakbank, we apologise to you on behalf of South Australian Racing. But you never know if we push hard enough, we might we might get them jumping the logs again at Oak Bank at some stage. Sam, we we touched on um, uh, the the staying prowess of our of our younger horses, and it's hard for fairy tales to to make everyone happy all of the time. You know, very elegant has been a fairy tale, and she's now going to go to Europe, uh, which which I th- I think is fantastic from the point of view of taking a a horse that's won over two miles and a mile and a half here at weight for age level and handicap level. Uh, absolute superstar to, to go and test to wares against the the best in Europe. The Europeans they still laugh at us, saying their third raiders come over here and win our big staying races. It'd be fantastic to go over there and and you know fill the room full of uppercuts and just show them that we can breed a really good horse here as well. But unfortunately, the the, the departure isn't going to end. You know, as as the wonderful racing fairy tale we want it to because there's 80% of the owners want to go to Europe, 20% who are the original owners um, and and they've sold out bits and pieces on the way through. They don't want to go and Chris Waller's now losing her and she goes to Francis Henri Graffard at um, at Chantilly. Like, it's sort of, in a way, a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm still, I just don't know where I sit with this one. Um, it's... Because some part of me says, Scoob, that, look, she's done her job, you know. She's like 11 Group 1s, 14, 14.8 million in prize money. Uh, she's, yeah, she's an amazing mare. And, you know, when I, I watched those last couple of runs, you know, you sort of go, mm, is, I don't know, is, can, it, you know, is she on the, is she on the way down a little bit, you know, and, and, 
So there's that. But then, you know, then I look and I go, well, she's six. And if she if she does get back to anywhere near her best, well, um, you know, it, it would be great to see her go around in an arc, wouldn't it? So it's, it's I don't know, it's... It, you know, some part of me says, "Gee, she's done her job. She she's such a fantastic mayor." And then, and then, as I say, then then you sort of go, "Well, maybe." You know, it's only been a couple of runs. I mean, it was only three runs ago that that she's winning the Chipping Norton. You know what I mean? So mm. you sort of, um, she, what a wonderful mayor she is. She's so tough, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know if if there is anything in the can. Um, well, it'd be great to see her fit and well, and and he he's a great trainer. Um, was lucky enough to go to to his stable there in, in Shanti, and just uh, yeah, I mean he's he's uh, like each year he's just got bigger and stronger, and yeah, super trainer, young trainer, and um, he'll do a great job with her. I don't know, it, it's I don't know. Do you think she's going to measure up? What do you think? I, I must admit, I, because of those. Out of character runs, she had her last preparation here. You know, I, yep. I, I think she was saying uh, that that's enough. In, yep. in, um, now, I, I'm not close enough to her. So you know, Chris obviously thought she had another campaign in her. They were going to aim her at the spring uh, without going overseas. Mm. So you know, there's the point of conjecture. Part of the ownership group wanted to listen to what Chris was saying and the others wanted to explore their options internationally. And... And those those things happen, um, and they'll they'll all be worked out in the washes as, as as time goes on. Um, whether the change of scenery and and that aspect of it lifts her again and and off she goes, uh, I would love to see her at her best mm. in Europe because yeah. I, I think she can compete with the best in Europe. Yeah, do you? Yeah, right. Mm. Well, excuse me, it's, I, I do. It's, so, you know, we'll just wait. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, the the plane trip the the new surrounds when she trots out to Shantee the first morning she works there, she'll get a shock because, yeah. as you know, Sammy, it's, it's very different. And to people who love their horse racing, if you ever get the opportunity um, to get over to France um, and you're in Paris, get a 20-minute train ride down the tracks to Shantee. Please go and have a look because it's an extraordinary place in the horse world. It holds an extraordinary place. It, it's, it's a great training ground, an extraordinary training ground that, um, it, it's well worth going to see and going out of your road to make sure you see it. And there's no doubt that, you know, uh, as you would know, Newmarket is is a horse haven and uh, and you just stand there out on the heath and go, wow, we look at this and isn't this magic? And then you go to Shantee and you're just like, wow, this is this is up the ante again, <laughs> hasn't it? You know, it's 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 quite, it's just magical place. And for, for a horse lover, it's... Uh, you just go, you know, uh, being a horse, living there and working and after work, you know, pulling up and walking through those trees and just go, and you just, you're just like, uh, yeah, you could be a world away, couldn't you? You know, like it's amazing. Do you reckon the horses put their head out of their box, you know, when they all stand there with their head out of the box and say, hey, Sammy, how good's it here? I reckon they do. <laughs> <laughs> In sure horse speak, you know. Him, ooh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> how good, how good is this joint? Oh, mate, this is six star, this. Absolute six star. I'm going to have a real crack when I go down to Nance to run a couple of days' time. I'm going to have a real go at it. Oh, dearie, dearie. But the, the other interesting thing, just looking at 
um, you know, the, the relationship between Very Elegant and Chris Waller finishing. There, there's a couple of other important relationships that are that are finishing for Chris, and that's with Home Affairs and Nature Strip. And now, mm. Home Affairs, Nature Strip, and Very Elegant have been extremely um, serious contributors to, to Chris, you know, winning obviously Group One races and winning premierships and in recent years. And and uh, I think. That's then the next challenge to say, okay, and he will find them. He'll find yeah. the next very elegant, the next home affairs, and the next nature strip. But I think it also gives the the Ma Eustace camp and and also James Cummings, you know, the opportunity now to come and say, come on, draw level and and really make the training premiership nationally a hell of a battle over the next twelve months. Yeah, those three stables that you speak of, they're the big hitters, aren't they? And and gee whiz, when you look at what Kieran has bought in in the last six months as far as yearlings and and the numbers, like there there is going to be, you know, good horses galore come out of uh Kieran Ma Dave Eustace's camp. And as you say, uh like uh Chris Waller is he's so strong, he's been so strong for so many years now. Guy Mulcast there and you know, he has a, a, a super big operation and, and Guy Mulcast is buying all the yearlings and, and pumping them through through the Waller camp. And, and then obviously you have the Godolphin set up, which is um, just, uh, yeah, uh, rolling in wealth. And, and, you know, they just have beautifully bred horses and, and the numbers are always there. So, uh, as I say, those three stables are the big hitters. And, yeah, I think, gee, I think Kieran... He's got some big years ahead of him, oh, yeah. you know, and and uh, but what you know, it's uh, well, it, it they they're so well run those those stables, aren't they? You know, it's um it's that they they tick every box, and it uh, yeah, it's it's just going to get bigger and stronger year after year. No, it certainly is. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting uh, watch over the next few months, just to see how uh, a number of those issues progress. Um, very much the uh, very elegant watch is, is going to be f- absolutely fascinating as she um, she heads to to Shantee out of the Chris Waller care and um, and uh, over to Shantee to take on uh, all things staying horse-wise in Europe, which is going to be fantastic. We're going to take our first bre- break, but uh, before we do, don't uh, forget to try sports bets. Bet with mates, start a group and build a multi together. Um, conditions apply, of course, and uh, we always say here, gamble responsibly. Any issues, one 858 We're going to take a break. On the other side, Chris Nelson, Josh Jenkins join us. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. Yeah, let me tell you, the roll call wasn't the same as uh, we have on our introduction uh, here at SEN this morning. No Paddy Garshagan, no David Taggart, uh, both um, AWOL, but uh, Sammy Highland, as per usual, has just stepped into the breach and doing a wonderful job. And uh, he's up there in Queensland. It hasn't stopped raining for four days since he arrived back from Warrnambool. Uh, he was needing to dry out a bit, Sammy Highland, and um, suddenly it's very damp up there and he's not drying out as quickly as he should after a, a warnable carnival that they tell me is one that will um, never, ever be forgotten because of the performance of the former jockey. Am I fair in saying that, Sam? Look, I had a crack. I had a crack. And I was just excited. I was excited to be back home and 
<laughs> I probably over-raced a little bit, but anyway. Hey, do you know what? I'll get, I'll get up and have a crack again next year. So. <laughs> I think what did you was when Paddy started kissing you on top of the head. That was the... <laughs> Yeah, that was well, six, he, that was six thirty at night. Like it wasn't, you know, sort of two thirty in the morning. He, he was laying the um, laying the lips on you at six thirty. He was well oiled on that first <laughs> night. He was well oiled. Yeah, talk about over racing. Well, Chris Nelson doesn't uh, over race. He's, he's the voice of reason, absolute voice of reason. Is Chris, and uh, he's got a big race day coming up uh, at Eagle Farm today. And interesting to read it. It's come up on, well, my computer this morning. Anyway, a soft six. It should <laughs> yes. be a heavy 14. Chris, what, what's uh, going on a, with that? Uh, good morning, guys. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just unbelievable how much uh, rain this track can take. 140 mils for the past seven days. Most of that would have been in the past four days. Uh, and we're on a soft six. And they've said this morning, because a couple of jockeys have gone over the track this morning, Boris Thorne and Bailey Nodick on horses, of course. And they've said it, look, a little bit of give in the ground, but it uh, feels a bit, maybe a little bit uh, softer than usual, but uh, still very, very good. And we wouldn't even have a meeting if we had have decided to stay at Doombin and we wouldn't be racing today. So the right decision was made and every horse will get their chance. Fantastic. That's, uh, that, that's a brilliant job uh, from uh, the Queensland Racing Authorities and the TAB Queensland yep. Racing Carnival is where champions emerge, of course. And uh, one will emerge this afternoon, I'm, I'm sure, some wonderful racing uh, coming our way. Chris, what do you fancy? Well, I'm pretty keen on two. Uh, race four is the best of them. That's number 10, Star Tontes. I think if she went around in the 10,000 today, uh, she'd be quite competitive in that, considering she ran fourth in the victory stakes, the wait for age race. At group two level here two weeks ago, she was running on well from the back there over 1,200. Uh, she goes to 1,400 metres today, back to her own age, obviously really well placed at the set weight. And look, she's uh, almost a Group 1 winner. She uh, ran second, the narrowest of seconds uh, behind Hinged uh, in the autumn in Sydney. And look, this just looks perfect there. She's just too good for these. So I think she's a good thing. And she's still a, a reasonable price, around 250 260 So race four, number 10, Star Tontes. And one that I've been uh, waiting to get out over a trip is race three, number five, Dukon. Two mm. runs this time in, both over a mile. The latest run, you have a look at that uh, in the tails behind Kukaracha. He just couldn't get a crack at them when he needed to. He only got clear probably around the last 100 metres. And he would have actually, I think, challenged Kukaracha to win that race. As it was, as I said, he was beaten the length. Uh, gets out to 2,100 today. That'll suit him. I don't see a lot of opposition there. I think he'll be winning too. And he's a much better price. The other. He's around 480, I think, this morning. So race four, number 10, the best. Race three, number five, not far behind. And Chris, uh, it- from a rain perspective, we we after a clear day up in Brisbane today or no. are you expecting showers or heavy rain again? No. Sammy's laughing. I don't think we've had a clear day up here in about four weeks. I haven't <laughs> seen the sun, but I can't tell you when the last time the sun was out. But uh, no, 15 to 30 mils forecast uh, today. So the track will probably open up a little bit during the day. Uh, just to how much rain we get remains to be seen. And whether there's a pattern or a, a path, they tend to head wide. Who knows? But look, the one thing is the rain's even. When it rains, it waters the track evenly. It's not like when we water the track uh, with a sprinkler where the rain can, the wind can blow the rain all over the place and miss certain areas. So I think that's a good thing. 15 to 30 mil today. Yeah. Wow. And did you say 140 mils in four days? Uh, yeah, 140 in the past seven. Most of it would have been in the past four. I've had uh, 350 at my place since Monday, Simon. Unbelievable. And you're up in the Sunshine Coast, aren't you? 
Yeah, I am. It's, uh, it has been wetter here, that's for sure. And it's still raining. He's where the big hitters play. He's where the big hitters play. If only, Sammy. If only. Great to chat. We'll, we'll hear you early start today um, for SEN Track, 11.30 uh, this afternoon, uh, this morning. So um, we'll be there for the, the first race uh, races right around the country. So we'll chat to you on SEN Track uh, later this morning and during the afternoon, Chris. Look forward to it, guys. Chat then. Good on you. Chris Nelson joining us there for Racing Queensland. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. And I'm sure one will um, come out of the woodwork there this afternoon while the 15 to 30 mil falls <laughs> on the soft six. Oh, wow. It's extraordinary that the rain they're having up north. And, and just, again, congratulations to have this meeting going on a soft six is, is a remarkable effort. Rain's not going to worry Josh Jenkins too much from a trot's perspective, I don't think. I think uh, weather pretty much fine down south. Uh, the trots.com.au, every race live and free. As I say, good morning to Josh Jenkins. Good morning, uh, Simon and Samuel. Made a highlight Jack. working with you last week on SEN Track. Just an absolute highlight. Absolutely. I've had to fend off more... Um, Queries from Mr. Garshagan about this 1v1 in the goal square, too, if you can believe it. He's still going on about taking me on 1v1 in, uh, in footy, if you can believe it. But um, Ridiculous. We'll, Ridiculous. We'll, uh, well, I mean, uh, he's a big unit, and he's pretty happy with himself. He's been sent up to sent up to Queensland for the magic round, and it's, uh, it's been rained out on him or something. So he's uh, got to find something else to do up north. Well, wow. Right, um... Now... I can tell you, JJ, that uh, Cam Luke is—he's very excited about taking care of the punters club today, and he's been talking about having the whole lot on Marzu. Wow, um, I like it. That's the way I like to roll. I like to spend uh, more on a few versus having a million bets on uh, all over the joint. So I like it. Um, if it runs second, I'm not sure how the uh, twenty folk. <laughs> In the punters club are going to feel, but anyway, we'll uh, I'll I'll be tuning in with interest. Where I'm going in the trots tonight is uh, I've got a Group One runner tonight, boys. In Ooh, race three, at good luck. Uh, yeah, race three number one, Rock and Roll Gronk. He um he's ten dollars with Sportsbet at the moment. I now I'm I'm obviously biased. I think he should be about five or six dollars. He uh. He's uh he's only had a couple of starts, so he's a little green. But if he puts his best hoof forward, he will be right in it. So race three number one, give us strength for some Group One glory. My best each way on the card is race seven number one, Kaki Nui. I reckon he'll sit in the trail and be a very good chance on an each way basis. You get about eight bucks and two thirty there, and no bet here. But race nine number five, arguably Australia's most exciting young horse, Catch a Wave. He goes around race nine, number five. He's eight, so you don't have to back him, or you shouldn't back him, but just watch him. So uh, the two bets, race three, number one, Rock and Roll Gronk, and race seven, number one, Kaki Nui, both around 10 bucks, both each way plays. Josh, with a group one runner, and I don't know what your footy commitments are today, will you go and watch that race live? Uh, yeah, um, I was scheduled to work for the Cattery today, but I just sort of uh, was able to slither my way out of, work and slither my way towards Melton because uh, I've never won a group one. So if we win tonight, I uh, want to be there. So I'll be on track. Fantastic. Well, I've no doubt uh, you'll celebrate long and hard if you do. And with what, what I saw 
last week from your consumption of food, I'm figuring that um, it'll play just as big a part as the drink if you do win a Group 1 this afternoon. Let's just say I, I, uh, I wish I could drink as well as I can eat. <laughs> I, can, I can vouch that you can eat. I know that. Uh, I learned that last week, mate. Good to chat. Well, um, we wish you well in that Group 1 at, at Melton tonight. There you guys. Have a good day. Good on you, Josh Jenkins, joining us there. Might be a Group 1 winner at uh, the end of the evening of the Trots at Melton. Lap up the Trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. What was your first Group 1 win, Sam? No, that was struggled. I, I actually, would you believe, uh, it's fitting, uh, today's the day. I ran second in the South Australian Derby. And, uh, yeah, Nashra Willow beat me on Bulter for Tim White. Oh, uh, Tim White was a vet down in Mornington. Yes. He used to muck around with a couple of horses. I reckon it was about 80 to 1, Bulter. And uh, I hit the front. It was my 21st birthday. Uh, hit the front on Prince Standard. And I thought, I got this. This is in the bag. <laughs> and then I heard Enra Willa roaring his guts out. And uh, he caught me on the line. Yeah. But roaring anyway. his guts out. I think that's a, that's a quote we'll remember for a while. We're going to just quickly go to a news break, come back uh, on the other side, talk a, a bit of dogs, a bit of racing down in Tassie. And uh, then we'll get into the the guts of what's happening racing-wise right around the country today. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. Uh, D Taggart, not here. P Garshagan, not here. S Highland, here. Here. Doing a wonderful job too, I might add, from uh, up up Queensland way where it hasn't, hasn't stopped raining, but they're on a soft six at this stage at Eagle Farm, which is absolutely brilliant that they're um, uh, they're able to present a track in in, in that sort of uh, manner with 15 to 30 mil expected. So um, a, a grand effort there from um, our Queensland racing friends to um, to turn on or turn out a, a track um, with all the rain they've um, they've had up there. Sam, Chris sort of alluded to it when we spoke to him a little bit earlier that that. There's a whole new drainage. Just talk us through what they've done at Eagle Farm. And and this meeting was meant to be at Dooman, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so this was a Dooman 10,000 meeting. And uh, so if we raced the, as Chris highlighted, if we raced the Dooman today, it would be underwater. So um, you couldn't go around there. But Dooman, all the same, it does a fantastic job. And it's it's been the workhorse for, for racing Queensland for the last couple of years with... Um, Eagle Farm having its issues. The problem with Eagle Farm is it gets too firm. It's it it is too firm, and uh, the profile is uh, sand based. The water just goes straight through it, and uh, but you know, in what we normally have, sort of eighty five percent of the time up here is obviously fine weather, and and so it it races a bit firm. Uh, now. Jim Roberts went from Doomben to Eagle Farm. Uh, he's been the track manager at Doomben for a long time and does did a fantastic job. He's come over to Eagle Farm and he, in the recent renovation, what they did is they um, put a different profile through the grass to try and give it some more give, you know. And they say it's better, it's racing better, but it still gets a bit too firm. Obviously, that is not going to be the issue today, but um, with... The extreme rain that we've had uh, this week, well, it was only natural that you go across the road and, and look at that, you know, over 140 mils of rain in the last four days and, and we're on a soft six. It's quite amazing. You know, there wouldn't be another track in, 
in Australia where you could do that. So uh, uh, that's uh, uh, an extraordinary effort. Um, now Corey Smith generally joins us uh, at this stage uh, to talk um, all things dog racing from the Meadows racing tonight. Melbourne Greyhound at the Meadows. Uh, Corey, I, I think he sort of shut himself down publicly this morning. He's a Collingwood fan, <laughs> and because they got an absolute hiding last night, I think he's just said, "Look, that's it. Oh, no talkies." No talkies because people will take the mickey out of me and make fun of me because I'm a Collingwood supporter and we got beaten by, I think, 48 points by the Bulldogs who were completely out of form, but I was still able to um, account for Collingwood quite easily last night. And uh, Corey, we're sorry we couldn't be, you couldn't be with us this morning, um, but uh, um, we've, we've made mention of you uh, anyway. Collingwood supporters. I don't know if they're welcome on this show or not. I need to have a think about that. But you can catch Metropolitan Greyhound Racing at its finest tonight at the Meadows, Melbourne Greyhounds. The man um, from Tassie who joins us every Saturday morning, Jacob Beavis, to talk all things Tassie racing, is with us now. G'day, Jacob. Good morning, guys. And yeah, go dogs. Yes, yes, go dogs. They were they were, they were good last night. They were back back. To a, a bit of their um, their finals form, so it'd be interesting to see how they go over the next month or so. What's happening down your way, Jacob? Not too much. We've got uh, Devonport tomorrow, thoroughbred uh, racing, a, a pretty good nine race uh, program. And I've got a couple of best bets uh, for you guys uh, in race four, number five, uh, Big John uh, from the Adam Trinder Stable uh, steps up to the sixteen fifty meters for the first time. I think he's going to appreciate the rising trip. So. Uh, he might be worth a play in race four. And then in race seven, number 12, Beth Page uh, made its debut for uh, the new stable uh, a couple of weeks ago at Hobart. It ran a pretty good second behind a good horse for Barno. So might uh, take some improvement out of that uh, out of that run a few weeks ago. So uh, race four, number five, Big John. Race seven at number 12, Beth Page. The best bets for Devonport tomorrow. Good on you. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, good luck at Devonport there tomorrow. We're going to take... A break on the odds couple, come back on the other side, start having a look at racing in Queensland, South Australia, and of course, um, uh, a ripping meeting out at Flemington this afternoon here in Melbourne. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. It's that time. We need to start finding some winners to see if we can uh, put something in our pocket at the end of racing right around the country today. And we're going to head to um, Doomben first and then Adelaide to have a look at a couple of the key races there. The first key race we're going to have a look at, Sammy, is the Doomben 10,000. Wait for age. Group one level over the um, over the 1,200 metres. Um, and Kementari, there's been a bit of money around for Kementari. Opened at nines into 650. Uh Vega ones out the gate. The interesting runner Rothfire, who came back after injury and really, you know failed with plenty of money on his back last start. Uh, we'll see if um, he can find that that uh, scintillating form that we know he can produce this afternoon uh, in the Doomben Ten Thousand. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm with Isotope. Uh, I know Tony Golan. He's got a huge opinion of this horse, and uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm just potting. I potted Rothfire uh, first up, and I'm potting it again here today. I think Mazu is obviously going to be very hard to beat, uh, Cam Luke's horse, but Isotope is the horse that that I like. Uh, I think she'll just be better for that 
first day at the races. She's had a trip down to Sydney and uh, first up run, should I say. She had a trip down to Sydney. Uh, she ran down the track. She wasn't ideal in those conditions. She's three for three on the soft. She's uh, she's effective at this trip. Ryan Maloney on board. She's. I'll tell you what, she's a good mare, and I know Golan is uh, is really confident. Uh, he thinks it's his best chance today. So, uh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going with Isotope. It's a swimmer, Marzu, isn't it? Yep. It loves think, it heavy. Uh, he's going to be hard to beat, Marzu. And uh, if, that, but... if that rain does come, now the, the Dooman 10,000s, uh, what are we, race eight on the card, so the second yep. last up there in Brisbane. So if that rain does come and, and that track is even further affected, got to be hard to beat. Yeah. Well, you just think uh, horses that uh, have s- such good form in, in heavy ground like that, like he's three for three on, on heavy, three goes on the soft for two wins. It's uh, it's nearly 100% record. Um, yeah, he's going to jump and put himself up there. He's going to be in it for a long way. No, it certainly will be. So isotope for Sammy Highland in the Doombin uh, 10,000. Uh, let's go to Morfittville, Sammy. And the big race there this afternoon is the uh, South Australian Derby. Uh, Allegron is the... Is, is the hot pot for James Cummings. Damien Oliver takes the ride, jumps from barrier three, open at $3, been solid um, since betting opened. But uh, yeah, money around for others. Yeah, Jungle Magnate has gone from $9 into, into six. Um, Harley Moving uh, opened at eight fifty and has been solid at that eight fifty right throughout the week. And Detonator Jack, plenty of money for Detonator Jack from the Mar and Eustace Camp. How do you see the South Australian derby? I'm a fan of number seven, the nephew, Simon. Uh, Paddy Payne, he's a great trainer of stayers. And this horse is, he's been out to a mile and a half last time round. Uh, he wasn't beaten far behind Wichita Star. Wichita Star went to Warnable, won the Warnable Cup. Absolutely bolted in. Uh, I, I think this horse, I think this horse, the nephew, will run really well. He's he's effective on good ground. Um, he's effective on any ground, really. But uh, drawn a good gate, he'll get a sweet run. And, yeah, I think, look, Detonator Jack is going to be very hard to beat. He's from the Kieran Maher debuts that's stable. Johnny Allen, well, if you want to win a derby, you just put Johnny Allen on, don't you? Like, he's <laughs> he's won a gazillion of them. So, uh, it's, yeah, I think he's going to be tough to beat. And, and uh, I posed this question yesterday, Simon. How many jackalberries are around? Do we know? No, there's, there's not a lot, um, but... His last uh, that um, what was last year's AJC and South Australian Derby winner? What was its name? Pretty sure it was by Jackalberry. Uh, yeah, that um, it was a Jack too, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, um and detonated Jacks by Jackalberry. I, I see the yeah. mare Red Delicious. I, I'm, I'm not sure what the breeding is there. She's bred in New Zealand, so you'd think there's a there's some stamina on um on that side of the pedigree as well. So. Uh, and the, another horse in the race that uh, that I had a look at is number 11, Yafet. Cliff Brown, he's a great trainer of stayers, you know. Um, I know he's been in Singapore for a long time, but remember before he went to Singapore, uh, that that was Cliff Brown's strength, wasn't it, when the horses got out to this um, this trip. And, gee, I thought this horse's uh, form has, has been pretty solid for a race like this. So, yeah, it's it's a good race. Good race, the South Australian Derby. Well, the South Australian Derby, folks, keep an eye on it because Sammy Highland is just giving you the inside word on number seven, the nephew, presently paying thirty-one dollars and seven fifty 
on Sportsbet. $31.750, the Derby winner in South Australia. We'll be watching that very, very closely. We're going to have a very, very close look at Flemington uh, on the other side of this break. Joel Kane will be joining us from Sportsbet with all the market movers. He's our fill-in for Paddy Garsagan. Actually, we might get Joel in all the time because we've had about a gut full of Paddy. <laughs> um, he shows up and then he doesn't show up and he wants to be on telly and not the radio and all those sorts of things. So I reckon we've about had enough. Joel... Um, be assured, mate, this is, a, this is a little trial for you to be here full-time. Gar Shagan out, Kane in. Back with more on the other side, the odds couple. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, download today. Yeah, welcome back to The Odds Couple. Sammy Highland with me this morning, about to be joined uh, by Joel Kane from Sportsbet. Uh, but that just reminds me, try Sportsbet's new bet with mates for summer racing. Start your group today, bet together, share in the moment. Uh, a wonderful... Um, way to go about uh, your betting afternoon. Try sports bets, bet with mates. Talking about betting with mates, we're going to be chatting with a mate now. Joel Kane joins us from Sportsbet. Morning to you, Jolo. Morning, boys. And just on the bet with mates, uh, if you've run a punters club before, which I have many times, you can get rid of the spreadsheets. You stop chasing up the dosh. Speaking about chasing up the dosh, did a check arrive in the mail? Because I followed your quaddy in about three weeks ago, the Melbourne quaddy. And I had four runners in the last. The best result charges to the lead. I'm cheering it on because I've taken your numbers. And this bloody horse comes over the top. You wouldn't believe it. It was the very best result of the four. You're guilty. <laughs> Good work, Joel. Let's, uh, let's have a quick look at what the market's doing in these early races at Flemington before we get into the quaddy and Sammy's number numbers for the quaddy. And, of course, our market move is brought to you by Werribee Izuzu Ute. They make buying cars easy. So get down there to Werribee and say g'day to the team at Izuzu. What's uh, what's moving in race one? Uh, easily the fave here, boys. Uh, $3.40 into $2.35. So they're very, very keen on it to uh, to continue on its merry way. Race two? Race two uh, commands the field. $7 into $4.80. Fair push there. Sorry, Joel. Race, race three? Uh, race three, so that race two was commands the field. Uh, race three is general firepower, seven into four. Adele, uh, Adele Amore, five into four dollars twenty in the fourth. In the fifth, Belterro, four sixty to three dollars seventy. Race six, number two is the move. Ton of grit, twenty dollars into twelves. Through wow. Irish eyes, five dollars fifty into four dollars eighty. Triple missile, four dollars forty into three dollars twenty. And the last race. Whip crack away, boys. $8 into $5.50. All right, let's go back to the first leg of the quaddy, which is going to be race six. Sammy, how do you see it? So I've got two, nine, and 12. I love ton of grit here. I think it can win. And uh, really happy to hear that Giles got, said there's good support for it. So uh, 20 into 12 is is good move. And, yeah, mate, keep coming. But, uh, yeah, I, I think ton of grit's got a super chance. So two, nine, and 12, first leg. Two, nine, and 12 in the first leg. Um Joel, what do you like in that uh, race six outside of the market movers? What do you like? 
Uh, outside the market movers, boys, I've probably got to stick with... Uh, I'm going to have something on the top weight. I do love a top weight at double figures. They always go on McCourty, so yeah. uh, Blaze Zero at 23 bucks. If you don't mind. Okay, keep plucking yeah. those out in the next three legs of the quaddy, <laughs> please. Uh, Sammy... Compulsory um, to have a top weight at double figures. Yeah, gotcha. Like it. Uh, race seven, the second leg of the quaddy, Sam. Okay, I went 11, 6, 10, and 8. Uh, Splendiferous. Simon, uh, as we know, we, we watched, uh, we were all on designs last start, and Splendiferous was just off to the races and gone. I mean, why can't it do the same again today? I just found this race really tricky. The Andrew Ramsden, it, 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 when it was two miles, it was tricky. It's 2,800. It's still tricky. Um, yep, look, I loaded up. So 11, 6, 10, and 8. Okay, th- free ticket into the Melbourne Cup uh, for the winner of the Lexus Andrew Ramsden today. Are we going to see a Melbourne Cup winner come out of uh, this afternoon's event, Joel? Uh, well, we were talking about Steel Prince last year, weren't we? Um, wasn't the case, but uh, I- I'm going to stay with uh, with Sammy there, so maybe keep your quality tight, Splendiferous. Sam? Third yep. leg. Third leg. Race I went 15, eight. 2, 3 and 17. So I've got triple missile in. I know Milo's uh, been spruiking it, but the 15 stay gold. First up uh, for Danny O'Brien. It's 23 got no bucks. Wa- it's got no weight on its back. Wow. This will run well. Da- hey, it's, it's one of those days, Simon. It's one of those days. So 15, 2, 3, and 17 I have. 15, 2, 3, and 17 for Sammy Holland. And the final leg, uh, race nine at Flemington, Sam. I went 1, 6, 7, and 12. 1, 6, 7, and 12. I think Dosh will win. Uh, it's Yeah, it's got the three kilos off for Graham Began. Uh He's only lightly raced, but has uh, been quite impressive, uh, obviously, early in its campaign. And I think, yeah, she'll be, uh, she'll be hard to beat. So 1, 6, 7, and 12. $192 for... All those up on 100%. the socials. Uh, best of the day, Sammy. Best of the day is race four, number 10, Adela Moore. Joel? Uh, I'm going with Sammy as well, boys. So Good work. Down. Thanks, Joel, for joining us. Uh, Chuchu Kaka for me up uh, in Brisbane in the rough habit plate. Uh, Hutchie, Pickers, they're in the house. Off the bench coming up. SEN Track, the new sound of chasing, pacing and r- it's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.